Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA sports. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Thank you to all Virginia Athletic Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Brennan Armstrong, quarterback for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Hoos. Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434-982-5555 or visit for virginiaathleticsfoundation.com. Ortho Virginia is now introducing the newest doctor, Dr. Owusu Achao, but his patients know him as Dr. O. Dr. O is an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports-related injuries with Ortho Virginia. Dr. O practices locally in Richmond at our Schrader Road office, as well as Prince George. He performs minimally invasive repairs of the knee and hip, especially ACL surgery and hip labral repairs. Excellent team-based sports medicine care has the power to level the playing field and uplift communities. At Ortho Virginia, we are passionate about getting you back in the game. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. The mission is clear at the Faison Center, to give children and adults with autism and related challenges the best opportunity to improve their life's journey through evidence-based practice. Their mission across the lifespan is accomplished through specific programs designed to meet the needs of families at different points in their lives. The Faison School, the Faison Behavioral Health Clinic, and Faison Adult Services. To learn more, go to FaisonCenter.org and consider making an online gift. Or call the Faison Center at 804-612-1947. Mitchell Endoscopy Center is a full-service gastroenterology practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at MitchellEndoscopyCenter.com or call 804-282-3114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. Maxwell Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs enrolled agents, Maxwell & Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. Do you suffer from allergies? Are you tired of feeling tired? Are you getting sinus infection after sinus infection? You may even have eczema or asthma. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists and find out what's causing your symptoms. Remember, if you're trying to put out a fire, stop pouring gas on it. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists today. You can find us at richmondallergy.com. 
This is Who's Talking on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, diehard Wahoo Frank Maloney and former UVA basketball standout Jim Hobbo Hobgood break down the Cavaliers each week in a way that only Frank and Hobbo can provide. Brought to you by Ortho Virginia, Town Bank of Richmond, TGI Fridays, Clinical Research Partners, Richmond Allergy and Asthma, and Oaklea Press. Hey, 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 it's Who's Talking Time in Richmond, Virginia, and well beyond, and Frank and Hobbo in the studio, and I just love that guitar solo. That is very, very impressive. Uh, I Jimmy have no Page. Idea. Is that who it was? Jimmy Page, cranking it up, baby. Well, that's good. But hey, right, uh, the Who's have cranked it up here in the last several weeks. Six, six in a row? Six-game winning streak, and uh, play an hour from now up in the Dome, big game against the Syracuse Orange, so... Hopefully the lads are ready to continue to perform at a high level. But speaking of high level, tonight's show, we have former athletic director Craig Littlepage who's going to join us momentarily, uh, the friend of the program, Dr. Jody Smith from Ortho, Virginia, and longtime beat writer and former sports editor of the Daily Progress, Jerry Radcliffe. And then and, Dave Deck. And listen, come on, Habo. A little lacrosse at the end, you we're, know, we're, as we... Preview the season that's just, we're on the eve of it. And, we're uh, we're, we're going to have two previews. This is the first preview from good friend Dave Deck. And then next week. And then next week we have head coach Lars Tiffany of your number one in the nation, Cavalier lacrosse team. And I noticed uh, they have eight Cavaliers who are preseason All-American. And it's poppycock. It should be like 10 or 11 or 12. I mean, the, the team is loaded. Yeah, Lars... Lars can only mess it up. That's a lot of pressure on a coach. L- Lars has stacked them, up, stacked them up like Jets at LaGuardia. They're ready to go. We got, we got Virginia has players coming off the bench better than the players that are starting for the other team. We, we could be this year's Maryland, but we'll talk more about that later tonight and uh, obviously next week. I think we have, uh, do we have Coach Littlepage? Or Athletic Director Co- Craig Littlepage. Craig Littlepage is here. Oh, Craig, Craig Littlepage is here. Oh, it's a miracle. We've got modern technology is working. The man, the legend. <laughs> you know, uh, Paige, we appreciate your uh, your joining us tonight. You know, I, I've I've wanted to have you on the last few weeks. You know, with all the conversation of Coach Bennett uh, passing uh, Coach Holland, I thought you were uniquely positioned to talk about the two gentlemen uh, since you had two stints on Terry Holland's bench and you hired Tony Bennett. So. Uh, Talk to us about what a blessing it's been to the Virginia Athletic uh, Department and the basketball program in sp- particular to have those two gentlemen represent us uh, over these last four decades. Uh, thanks, Jim. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be with you, and uh, I feel so doggone blessed to have had the opportunity at the University of Virginia to work not only with uh, Terry and, and Tony Bennett, but with so many just incredible coaches, Hall of Fame coaches, uh, you know, probably about uh, 20 or so Hall of Fame coaches uh, that I've had the chance to work with uh, over the course of my career as a, an assistant AD, associate AD, uh, and the director of athletics. But Terry and, and uh, Tony, I think, are uh, uh, guys that are not just coaches. They are uh, men that... Uh, First of all, gentlemen, uh, and I think that they are in the model of 
of you know the Don Woodens in terms of their approach, their teachers and educators, as much as they are coaches. And I think that there is a distinction there. Uh, but both uh, Terry and, and Tony uh, have a keen understanding of the unique aspects of the University of Virginia uh, to be able to understand what it is that uh, is required for success, but specifically in the men's basketball program, but even beyond uh, basketball, uh, because they're leaders within the athletics department and other coaches rely on them and consult with them, and they in turn uh, consult uh, with, with their colleagues on the staff. So I think it's just the, uh, the, the fact that they have a uh, very, very good understanding of the uniqueness of the University of Virginia and what it's going to take of him as the leader uh, or each of them as leaders uh, and what is going to be required of the players to be able to be successful in an environment where arguably uh, there are uh, many other teams uh, against whom we compete on an annual basis, both in and out of conference, that just purely from a talent standpoint are going to be uh, more talented, but you're never going to find uh, uh, a program anywhere in the country or very few places in the country that are going to have uh, kids that uh, are recruited by these two guys that are going to uh, out-compete, out-hustle, out-work, and out-think uh, the game of basketball. Craig, uh, this is Frank. Thank you for coming on tonight. We're excited to have you here. Sure. Um, and to our listeners, we are uh, lucky to have uh, Craig Littlepage with us tonight. Craig, uh, you know, a couple things that come to mind, and, and you can tackle them in whatever order you like. Uh, I think Jim and I wonder what your thoughts are as it pertains to name, image, likeness, and the transfer portal. And number two, um, I've been wondering recently, uh, are you doing any mentoring or assistance or guidance to help Carla Williams in her role as the AD at UVA today? Let me speak first of all about uh, Carla, who's done uh, a, a very, very good job at the University of Virginia in the, what is it now, five years or yes. so that she has been uh, with us at the University of Virginia. When, uh, when I retired in December of 2017, I did so with the understanding that whoever was coming in as the director of athletics would not be uh, needing to look over their shoulder for uh, mm-hmm. a shadow that might be passed by me or uh, to have uh, the former athletics director commenting publicly about what was going on or not going on or you know, weighing in on different issues and so forth and so on. And I've had the understanding with Carla that if she needs me at any point, uh, she has uh, has my number. She knows how to contact me, and she knows that uh, I'll be available uh, at a moment's notice to help out if needed. And similarly, with uh, both the administration uh, of the uh, of the university, uh, and to a lesser degree, uh, our, our coaches. I try not to uh, uh, particularly interfere mm-hmm. with our coaches, but. Anytime somebody needs something, uh, they know how to reach me. I'm available. I'm always willing to help, and I'm uh, one of the biggest fans that uh, the University of Virginia could ever have. But uh, uh, as as I said, I made a conscious decision that I would not uh, in any way infringe on Carla's ability to uh, assert her leadership within the Department of Athletics, and uh, I'm supportive of of her efforts in terms of uh, continuing to develop the program. And uh, as I said, I think that she's done a very good job in that regard in the five years that she's been on the ground. 
uh, transfer portal NLI NIL I guess is yes NL, uh, NLI <laughs> national uh, uh, the uh, uh, letter of intent yep. uh, but the transfer portal uh, I, I don't like uh, all of the things that it provides because I think that it uh, more so than anything else encourages kids to continue to look for the next best thing the next best opportunity. Uh, and it really doesn't put that aspect, in my opinion, of one's character to kind of stick things through, uh, stick to a commitment, and to continue to work, earn one's uh, opportunity through hard work as opposed to earn one's opportunity through continuing to shop and, and so forth. Now, I'm not saying that uh, the, the transfer portal, that, that you know, student athletes should not have the opportunity to transfer. Uh, it should not have uh, the opportunity to transfer without a lot of strings attached. But this whole idea of, uh, you know, uh, the kid comes in as a freshman uh, before they finish the first semester, there's already talk about whether they're going to go into the portal, whether they're going to be leaving after the first year to pursue a professional opportunity and so forth. I do think that there's value to, you know, having at least some uh, legislative uh, guidelines that, make the young people think twice so that they just don't, you know, every six weeks, every several months, think about uh, whether they want to hang in there and fulfill their commitment. So uh, the transfer portal has some good aspects because it does allow a little bit better freedom for the uh, young person to move when those uh, uh, circumstances dictated. But I just don't like the idea of moving for moving sake and just continue to shop around. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, the, you know, the flip... I'm sorry, I'm just, I was just going to say, you know, this, you know, Tony Elliott, his first season as the head coach was essentially sabotage because all those offensive linemen left before he was even announced as the new head coach. And uh, looking back, maybe some of those guys would have stayed if Tony had been, let's say, hired two or three weeks sooner and they could have met him and found out, hey, we're going to run the football. We're going to pass the football. We're going to have a lot of fun. And, you know, they were gone. And, you yeah. know, now he's having to rebuild the, the football program again this year from the ground up on the offensive line. And I just wonder how he ever gets out from under that. And I, I, I don't know what the solution is, but it's something that, you know, anybody that follows Virginia really carefully worries about every day. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Craig, what, a, what about, uh, before, you know, we don't want to run out of time, what about the NIL? Should there be any guardrails on the NIL? Oh, absolutely. And, again, uh, I'm not uh, one that believes that uh, opportunities for the student-athletes are a bad thing, but I think that there does need to be some consistency from uh, conference to conference, from state to state, as it relates to what, indeed are are the rules what is permissible and what is not permissible and when is it permissible and who are the key players that can be involved in uh, you know putting together the collectives and making uh, these different offers and everything else and I, I I'm not as close as uh, as a, an active athletics director or administrator might be but I read all the time about the wild, wild west and how it's uh, kind of no holds barred and everybody's kind of doing their thing. And there may be some situations where people that shouldn't be involved or involved or people are doing things before 
they are uh, uh, able to do that as it relates to the existing uh, rules that they have right now. But I do think uh, one thing that I will say is had the NCAA eight, nine years ago tackled this from the standpoint of the, uh, you know, the uh, chatter that was going on then about uh, student-athletes being exploited and student-athletes not being able to uh, take advantage of uh, any kind of opportunity to earn beyond, you know, their scholarship, the Pell Grant, uh, the other uh, funds that were available to them, legal funds that were available to them by the NCAA. But had the NCAA acted more proactively and assertively and put something together, as I said, eight, ten years ago, we probably would have been in a much different situation because at this point in time, we would have had a number of years uh, with this under our belt. Everybody would have felt comfortable with it. Uh, you could have tweaked it and put together something on the basis of uh, data and uh, analytics that would make a lot more sense than what we have right now. So I like the idea that kids can uh, take advantage and leverage uh, their uh, abilities and name, image, and likeness. I just don't like the fact that uh, there are uh, no, there are very little uh, consistencies between how different uh, conferences, how different schools are uh, adapting to it and uh, putting their programs together. Let me ask you this. Uh, you know, recently it's been announced that Charlie Baker, the f- I guess now the former governor of Massachusetts, is going to be the new NCAA executive. Do you think he's going to be able to come in and uh, successfully address some of those concerns? Well, I, I think that he has the background uh, as a, a skilled politician and as one that worked both sides of the political aisles to get things done in the state of Massachusetts. So I think that that is uh, one uh, or a couple of characteristics that will play well. Uh, he apparently has a very strong interest in uh, intercollegiate athletics. I've, uh, I was actually in Indianapolis this weekend uh, on, a, uh, on a project that I'm uh, uh, helping out an institution uh, with and uh, uh, just had an opportunity to uh, run into two of my good friends that are members of the NCAA staff. And everything that I have heard from uh, them as well as others and you know, anecdotes and so forth, uh, everybody is uh, hopeful that he will bring a uh, fresh approach and uh, uh, seemingly a more proactive uh, way to uh, you know, start to address issues as they come up uh, through the NCAA ranks. Before we let you go, uh, and people I think know this, but you were a great basketball player in your own right, uh, both at uh, Sheltonham High School in Pennsylvania and the University of Pennsylvania, and you were a longtime coach. So you've got credibility. Uh, speak to the current version of the Who's. Uh, they're playing really well the last several weeks. Uh, uh, where do you see this season going for uh, Coach Bennett and the uh, basketball Who's? Well, as it seems to happen every year, mm-hmm. uh, this is around the time that Coach Bennett's team seem to solidify themselves in terms of how they uh, need to play and what will help them be successful. Um, the fact that uh, we have uh, much more offensive firepower this year, and I know that many of the uh, writers have been uh, writing and talking about this and members of the media uh, and the electronic media as well, you know, we have any number of uh, guys that can put up, uh, you, know, uh, you know, 14 to, to 20 points in a given game 
you've got uh, the, obviously the defensive uh, part of the game covered, and uh, I think you know the, the leadership that's been shown by guys like uh, Kihei and Jaden uh, has been uh, extremely good. Uh, but you know it's a, it's a team that has faced some significant challenges already in the preseason, or I should say, the non-conference season. Uh, you know we've had the loss at Miami. Uh, the loss of Pittsburgh, but I think uh, since those games, we've bounced back really well, loss against uh, Houston uh, back in December. I really think that this is a team that's playing with a great confidence and uh, the, the added dimension of uh, uh, more options, a lot more flexibility, a lot more diversity in terms of the offensive uh, production is the one thing that uh, this team has that some previous uh, You know, some some people have uh, equated Ryan Dunn to DeAndre Hunter. Uh, to me, he plays a lot like Craig Littlepage back in the day. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. He, he, he is a lot more talented, uh, a lot more skilled. I, I, I was, when I was in college, I was a banger. I, uh, I was a guy that scored. I just threw my body around, and I, I just loved, uh, enjoyed playing defense, and this young man has so much talent. I mean, when he when he gets off the floor, uh, the potential for a highlight uh, is, is uh, very very high. That was good to see uh, <laughs> that he got in early and really brought the crowd into the great uh, game on Saturday against Boston College. Yeah, he's a dream he's for Sports Center. He's he's a human highlight film. Uh, you know, he's <laughs> oh, amazing. Wow. Hey, let yeah, me let me ask you one question, Craig. I know you had to deal with uh, Terry Gates, a good friend of mine, and a, a frequent contributor Hello. to Who's Talking. Ter- Terry Gates, and uh, G- yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, Gates. Gates used to call speaking Jimmy of a banger. Miller. Hold on, he used to tease Jimmy Miller and called him Merrifield, and so it used to make me laugh really hard because Miller would say, "Come on, man, stop doing it." But uh, when I when when Terry Gates showed up at UVA. Uh, uh, you knew that was a project, right? Uh, we we knew that it was a project. And what was uh, <laughs> Grandpa's name on the uh, not not the Beverly Hillbillies, but uh, I can't remember what the old TV show was. The uh, uh, the, the comedy of uh, the, the farmer. I, I wish I could remember his name, but he he limped around like he was about ninety years old. <laughs> and I tell you what, when you when you tipped it up, or when he was put in the game, you knew that you were going to get an effort. And he was a guy that a lot of forwards in the ACC back in those years uh, didn't want to play against because he always made his presence known out there on the court. <laughs> hey, Craig, uh, we probably got to run to break here, but we, we really appreciate your time. Uh, we got your email and phone number now, so we'll, we'll be back in touch and have you back on the show before too long. But thank you and uh, our best to Margaret and your family. Thanks. Thanks a whole okay, lot. Thanks, guys. Appreciate thanks, Craig. Hope you're welcome. enjoying your retirement. All right, we got Jody Smith, uh, our Ortho Virginia injury report. After these messages, stay tuned. You're listening to who's and then later Jerry Radcliffe. So stay with us, Jerry, in the second half hour. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour all day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations. 
with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces. Whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, Garlic Parm, Apple Butter Barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Broad location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Finding a reputable law firm can be a daunting task especially in the midst of a crisis. But Jeff McDonald and Associates is here to help. Jeff McDonald Associates is a personal injury and workers' comp law firm based in Virginia. For over 25 years, our team has been helping injury victims get the compensation they need after a serious accident disrupts their life. Injured? Don't wait. Just call the Yates. 804-888-8888. At Kelleher, we've been serving the metro Richmond area for over 50 years. We specialize in train heating and cooling products. In addition to serving all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical, generator, and heating oil needs. With the fourth generation now in the business, Kelleher's team has the depth you can bet on for years to come. It's hard to stop a train, and it's hard to stop the Kelleher team. Orange and blue, serving you since 1968. Invictus Sales and Marketing is the fastest-growing electrical sales agency in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Led by former Wahoo Paul Collins, Class of 90, and his partner Pete Houston, Invictus is your go-to for any of your electrical needs. From residential to commercial and industrial, Invictus can help you pick out what you need and get it when you need it. Invictus is derived from the Latin word Invicta, meaning undefeated. All of the lighting upgrades across Scott Stadium and the pergolo lighting are represented by Invictus Sales and Marketing. The future of Virginia football is very bright. It's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fan. TheSaber.com Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Call for Clinical Research Partners. With all of the crazy new infections going on these days like Lyme, COVID, flu, and monkeypox, we need newer and better medicines to stay healthy. Clinical trials are the only way that happens. Clinical Research Partners is now testing new vaccines for flu, COVID, and more. We need you. Come in and be in one of our studies now. Find us at clinicalresearchrva.com. Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA sports. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. In 1984, Charles McDaniel capped off his third straight season, leading UVA in tackles and was named first team All-ACC. McDaniel has continued a legacy with a career of a different approach, helping move individuals and companies with ease. Since 2005, McDaniel has served as the CEO of Hildrup, one of the most acclaimed moving companies in the U.S. Whether moving near or far, Hildrup will show you why they are the best moving services company. Next time you need help moving... Go to Hildrip.com. 
The only way to get closer to the Cavaliers is to make the team. This is Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobbo Hobgood on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right, that's Magic Bus, one of the best live songs ever performed by The Who. All right, we who? the who. Oh, don't be a doofus. <laughs> we get a we get a doofus on any any street corner. Don't do that. I know who Frank Sinatra is. When you play that Sinatra stuff, I know. Frank. Come on, well, he's the chairman of the board. Man. All right, we got a great show still to go, and we've got Dr. Jody Smith joining us. Uh, Jody, first off, welcome to Who's Talking, and I uh, hope you're doing well, sir. Doing great, guys. How are y'all tonight? We're fantastic. We're good. Fantastic. We've uh, won six in a row. We're happy. Habo is like giddy. He's bouncing off the floor. Um, I am um, going to take a moment here and recognize the fact that one of the finest people I've ever known in Richmond, Virginia, passed away recently, Jimmy Massey. He did play tight end for a season or two at UVA. He was very close friends with Bobby Call. I spoke to Bobby Call recently about his departed friend and um, you know, I just, I don't know that I ever knew anybody finer than Jimmy Massey. And I just, I know you must have known Jimmy at some point, you being a, a cougar and a wahoo. Yeah, Jimmy, a good man. Going to miss him. And uh, he's a great person. Knew him at the Commonwealth Club. He threw a, threw a mean elbow on the Commonwealth Club <laughs> basketball court. As I and my dad can both attest to. And uh, put his time in on the General Assembly as a delegate. And so, yeah, we're going to miss him. Yeah, it's a, definitely a loss. Uh, we, we, I, I knew Jimmy mostly through church, but uh, a great guy and terrific family. Uh, I came to the studio after going to the uh, visitation earlier this afternoon. But, Jody, let me ask you this. You know, the good news about basketball is we don't have injuries to discuss, and I, I thought I might just ask you, uh, Mike Curtis, the strength coach, and Ethan Saliba, the trainer, uh, they must be both be doing terrific jobs to keep the team as healthy as uh, they are at the present. Yeah, I think Curtis doesn't get enough credit. I mean, I think those of us who are Virginia fans know him, but I mean, he is he's a master, and the fact that he stayed with Tony as long as he has, uh, and I don't think plans on leaving, um, you know, has been a big plus, not only for avoiding injury, but just for getting our players better every year. You see guys, and you know, Shedrick this year is a good example of a guy who's gotten much stronger. Can't wait to see Ryan Dunn next year after no a, a year in the Mike Curtis program. I mean, um, just they get so much bigger and stronger every year. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, Ryan Dunn. He's he's a freak athletically. I mean, well, you know, he, his upside is unbelievable. And so is Leon Bond and yeah. Isaac Trout and Isaac McNeely. Yeah, I, I thought mean, it was interesting during the broadcast the other day. Mike Jaminski said he went to practice and was really impressed with Leon Bond. So. You know, Tony, uh, he's, he's, that's, that's a program when you have guys ready to step in. Uh, obviously, Gardner and uh, Kihei and... Well, you got, you got Buchanan and coming. And Vanderplas and you got, are leaving. you got Gertrude coming. And so um, the talent keeps coming in. And it's going to be interesting to see how, uh, you know, the training staff works with Gertrude as he recovers from the ACL surgery. But... Uh, uh, yeah. I was. I'm curious about this. We we've heard rumors that um, Francisco Caffaro has a sore shoulder, and we haven't heard anything about a separated shoulder. 
We've heard about a sore shoulder. And my question to you is, what might folks be alluding to? And, you know, how is he dealing with that? And how are they treating him? It's interesting. I mean, yeah, I, I, I have, I've heard some, a number of different things about Kefro. Um, you know, I heard he had a concussion, then I heard he had a knee injury, then I heard he had a shoulder injury. Um, you know, I think with a guy like him, you know, probably a, a strain or a separation would be more, more than likely. Although, you know, much like the old Jack Salt, people run into Kefro, they get hurt. He doesn't, <laughs> you know, he doesn't usually get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, but I, you know, I think probably more, you know, I don't know that that's why he hasn't hit the court. He, after watching him try to guard post on, uh, on Saturday, I think he's not out there mostly because because there are better options now. Yes. Well, well when uh, when Carolina when we go to Carolina against Baycott and Lordy knows if we ever uh, see Purdue in the NCAA tournament, I think Shedrick and uh, Caffaro are going to get in the lineup uh, certainly. But yeah, the yeah. the the smaller lineup has uh, definitely uh, definitely been beneficial in recent weeks. But Jody, uh, as always, we thank you and your colleagues. Uh, we hope you have a terrific night. Enjoy the game tonight. Hopefully the Hoos have another win in front of them tonight up in Syracuse. And we will talk to you in a few weeks. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Jody. All right, we're going to go to break. We come back. we got Jerry Radcliffe. And to top it all off tonight, we got Dave Deck talking about the number one UVA lacrosse program. By the way, UVA basketball is number four in the coaches poll at number six in the AP and climbing slowly but steadily. And don't forget your men's tennis rank number one. Too. I know, I know. I'm on top of them. We'll get to those guys. All right, we'll be back in a moment. It's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. The Saber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's it. basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fan. TheSaber.com. Hi, this is Boyd Rawls. I'm an orthopedic hand surgeon specializing in hand, wrist, and elbow injuries. I'm a diehard Wahoo who completed nearly all of my training at the University of Virginia. Ortho Virginia is the largest multi-specialty orthopedic practice in Virginia. We have offices in Richmond, Lynchburg, Northern Virginia, and Virginia Beach. Our dedicated certified hand therapists will work hard to speed your recovery. For more information, please visit our website, orthovirginia.com. Mitchell Endoscopy Center is a full-service gastroenterology practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at mitchellendoscopycenter.com or call 804-282-3. 114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. Do you suffer from allergies? Are you tired of feeling tired? Are you getting sinus infection after sinus infection? You may even have eczema or asthma. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists and find out what's causing your symptoms. Remember, if you're trying to put out a fire, stop pouring gas on it. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists today. You can find us at richmanallergy.com. At Kelleher, we have been serving the Metro Richmond area for over 50 years. We specialize in train heating and cooling products, 
In addition to serving all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical generator, and heating oil needs. With a fourth generation now in the business, Kelleher's team has the depth you can bet on for years to come. It's hard to stop a train, and it's hard to stop the Kelleher team. Orange and blue serving you since 1968. Charles McDaniel, starting UVA linebacker from 82 to 85, set a record with 130 tackles. Now McDaniel is the president of Hildrup Moving and Storage, an agent for United Van Lines. The same discipline McDaniel showed on the field is now seen through his leadership at Hildrup. Whether you're moving your home, company, or employees, Hildrup is committed to helping you get to your next destination with ease. Their game plan, to be the best moving services company, period. Next time you need help moving, call Hildrup at 800-476-6683. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces, whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, garlic parm, apple butter barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Pride location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Nobody covers the Wahoos quite like these two. It's Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobo-Hopka on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right, welcome back to tonight's show. We uh, thank uh, Craig Littlepage and Dr. Jody Smith for joining us. And we have uh, Jerry Ratcliffe, a longtime friend, uh, sports editor at the Daily Progress for many years, and now jerryratcliffe.com. And anything Virginia, Jerry knows the answer to. You know? and, that's, that's, and we have lots of things we want to cover with him. We've been, go ahead. But we, we've been told we have to stick with basketball tonight, Jerry. What's, what's that all about? Basketball season. It's basketball season. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't mimic ho- mimic Hobo. Come on, hey, that's always a winning play. All right, Jerry. Uh, we all know that Virginia is almost unbeatable when they score over seventy points. So, as we look at this year's team, and they're now what sixteen and three, eight and two in the conference. Um, they have been scoring over 65, 70 points regularly. What is going on with the offense and this small ball stuff? What do you think? Well, I, I think it makes them harder to defend, uh, guys. And uh, uh, even Steve Forbes at Wake Forest mentioned that the other day because you have to guard every every guy on the floor. And in the other lineups that they put out there, that's not necessarily the case. So, yeah, I, I would have to agree that I mean, who are you gonna who are you gonna slough off of if, in that small lineup? Uh, I'm not sure that they'll be able to play that against Syracuse tonight because Syracuse has a little more size, and with that zone, it uh, might make it a little more challenging. Uh, I think they might have to go with Caden Shedrick a little bit more 
tonight like they did the first time against Syracuse when he did such a great job against uh, Jesse Edwards. Uh, so I, yeah, I don't know how small they'll go tonight. I, you know, I agree with you there. Uh, Jerry, uh, this small small ball unit, and we're, we're talking about uh, Gardner, Beekman, Clark, uh, who else, Tavo, help me? Uh, Franklin and Franklin. Van, Vanderplas. Okay, so when he goes to that that unit, and McNeely rotates in there heavily. Right, and so, Ryan Dunn. And Ryan Dunn. So my question to you is, somehow they're still managing – to be very competitive and usually winning the rebounding battle, they're still they're still shooting a lot of free throws like they did at the beginning of the season, and their offensive efficiency has become pretty impressive. and And the lulls between scoring runs, there there's fewer gaps where they get cold. Tell us a little bit about your perceptions of what's making that happen. I mean, why is that working so well? I think it's just because there's so many guys who are capable of scoring. I mean, Gardner is almost automatic from mid-range. Uh, Vanderplas can hurt you from all over the place. Uh, Bigman has become more aggressive in, in terms of uh, straight-line driving. Uh, his perimeter jumper has gotten a little bit better. Kihei, is, uh, he can score from inside or outside. We've seen him... Uh, shoot over the trees when he gets in the lane sometimes. Uh, I don't know how he does it, but he does. Yep. And Franklin, Franklin uh, my goodness, Franklin is, uh, I think he's, what he's done lately, double figures in eight of the last nine games or something like that is maybe more than that. Um, it, it isn't getting enough publicity. I, the guy's been one of the top scorers in the league over the last, several weeks now and I don't think he gets enough credit and then you got McNeely like you said who is shooting uh, I think around 55% in the last six or seven games from three point from the three point line and then Dunn my goodness he's come on strong he can uh, he can kill you uh, inside with uh, his ability to leap and, and score uh, from close in and I mean, gosh, who are you going to – you almost have to choose your own poison because any of those guys can hurt you. You know, you know one the, of the uh, – okay. I, I, I was just going to say real quickly, you know, they now have been charting the last couple of years the plus-minus aspect of each player. And it's funny, in right. this in this last game against Boston College, Armand Franklin was plus 30. And I don't yeah. remember seeing anybody that was a plus 30. And – uh you take uh, Gardner is plus fourteen, Ben Vanderplaw nine, uh, Kia Clark was plus eleven, which is mild for him. Lately, he's been high teens. Uh, right. You got Beekman is twenty. You got Franklin thirty. Uh, McNeely is eight. Um, how are you going to lose when those guys are all such high levels of plus? You know, time on the court, right? Yeah, and, and Dunn was seventeen. Yes. Um, uh, I mean, again, I mean, like Forbes said, you, you, there's nobody you cannot guard. <laughs> well, that really uh, was the uh, strength of the Duke teams back around the turn of the yeah. century when they won because uh, you, you had to guard everybody. You couldn't double-team the post. And, of course, the other thing is with the number of perimeter shooters with that smaller lineup, it spreads the floor 
opens up driving lanes for certainly Kihei and Reese Beekman. But you're right about Franklin. Uh, you know, he had seven boards the other day. He led the team in rebounds. He had 10 boards at Wake Forest. So he's not only scoring, but he's rebounding. And, uh, you know, he doesn't get as much credit defensively. You know, there's so much attention paid to Kihei and Reese. But Armand has become a uh, really, really good defender here in his second year in Charlottesville. He really has, Habo. And, uh, gosh, you know, he – he, uh, I think Beekman played five more seconds than he did. They both played 30-plus minutes the other night against the B.C. Um, so he, he doesn't come off the floor that much. And he's becoming more of what Tony calls a complete player. What about the uh, – I heard somebody critical the other day about Tony's – in recent games, it seems like uh, if you commit a foul in the first three or four minutes, you're coming out of the game. Have you had any comment about that or any thought about that? Uh, well, I did notice that the other day. He uh, it was – you know, I, I think it was Reese picked up a quick foul uh, early on, and he came out immediately. And uh, he's been doing that, it seems like, the last three or four games – uh, just getting guys out quickly. I I don't know if it's something that a trend that he's noticed, or if he's just trying to avoid sitting these guys for longer periods of time. But uh, I have noticed that, and uh, that's a good question. You might have a better answer to that than I do. Well, you know, one thought I had, I think it goes back to the Wake game, and that's the first time that I can recall in recent years that. The starting guards were seated on the bench with ten minutes to go in the game. Beekman and Clark were sitting over there with, you know, four fouls and three fouls and then four fouls both. Um, and Tony had to use a very unusual lineup there for about three minutes. Remember? Yeah. And somehow they made it work, and that really because Dunn Dunn played spectacular on defense, and uh, McNeely did some nice things on offense, and Franklin was playing a complete game, but. Uh, I thought the officiating in that wake game was like pull your hair out. I was like, what are they calling that stuff for? And, you know, we have uh, been reaching out. We're going to have Kersey uh, on, Brian Kersey, the head of ACC officiating. I've been meaning to get in touch with him. We're going to invite him on who's talking here just prior to the ACC tournament, try to get a read on what he's emphasizing with the ACC recruiting, I mean, referee and crews. And what do they have to be careful about? And how do they get ACC teams ready for the NCAs? And uh, I might circle back to you to get some help with questions on that. Where they traditionally don't blow the whistle as much in, right. the, in the NCAA yeah. tournament. But uh, yeah, Shedrick, right. uh, now, Jerry, do you think Shedrick is not playing as much because the small lineup is working? Or is uh, Caden in the doghouse? You know, <laughs> he... He played 14 minutes the other day and committed four fouls. I know Tony doesn't like that, but uh, what's going on there, to, in your opinion? Well, he does have a penchant for foul trouble, and, and he picked up three of those four really quickly the other day. I, I think that's probably the one thing that's holding him back. Um, coupled with the small lineup, which I think Tony likes playing smaller lineups if he can get by with it, and that seems to be one of the trends in college basketball anyway, and uh, even some in the NBA, really. But uh, And you mentioned some of those great Duke teams from yesteryear. They, a lot of times they, they didn't have a really true big man in there either. So uh, I think it's probably a combination of all those things, even though 
his playing time was diminished for a stretch there. Um, statistically, he didn't fall off that much, and Tony kept telling him and the rest of the players, and, and I, this is one thing I admire about Tony Bennett was that he didn't sugarcoat it. He, he mentioned it, talked about it in front of the entire team that that um, Shedrick was getting less time, but for him and, and the other guys like Tane Murray uh, and even Caffaro to not get discouraged to keep practicing hard because there's going to be times when they need him and they needed him a little bit the other day against Post uh, who got off to such a hard, hot start for Boston College uh, scoring uh, I think he scored 18 of his 20 points in the first half or something like that but or 20 some points quick quick but, question uh, quick question Jerry because yeah. we're we're down to the final 30 seconds here of your segment right um, Mike Bray announced uh, last week that he was going to retire from Notre Dame. Uh, he'd been there a long time, and he'd previously coached as an assistant under Coach K at Duke. Uh, any quick thoughts about Mike Bray? Uh, just a first-class guy uh, will truly be missed. I think he coached the right way. Uh, he was always a good guy with the media, which I, I think uh, is important. Uh, try to have a good, healthy relationship. Uh He's just a guy like Steve Forbes said that you could probably sit down with and have a beer and a burger and, and talk about basketball or whatever. And if you didn't know him, you wouldn't know he's had basketball coach at Notre Dame and, and such a successful guy with um, three or 400 wins under his belt. I, I think uh, it's a shame because I think college basketball is losing too many guys like that. Uh, it's, it's a shame that Notre Dame's not having a great year, which I'm sh- sure has led to his earlier departure than he would like to go out. But uh, I, I think he's truly going to be missed. Uh, we need guys like him in, in the college game because yes. there's, uh, there's yeah, you're right. enough of uh, He was a successful, classy guy, and uh, he will definitely be missed. But uh, I, I see him in a media role in all likelihood Yes, because uh, he's very articulate. But, Jerry, uh, we always love having you on. We thank you for your time, and uh, we'll definitely see you at uh, probably the next home game. So take care. Enjoy the Syracuse game on TV tonight. Thanks for joining All us. All right, and, and we'll talk football the next time. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, then not football, but lacrosse coming up with uh, Dave Deck. So stay tuned for a little lacrosse conversation after these messages you're listening to Who's Talking. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces, whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, garlic parm, apple butter barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Pride location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Jeff McDonald & Associates is a personal injury and workers' compensation law firm based out of Richmond, Virginia. For over 25 years, our attorneys at Jeff McDonald Associates have been standing up to big insurance bullies for our clients. With our no-fee guarantee, you will owe us nothing until you have won your case. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury or been wronged, just call the 8s, 804 888 
8888. Thank you to all Virginia Athletic Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Brennan Armstrong, quarterback for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Hoos. Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434-982-5555 or visit virginiaathleticsfoundation.com. Ortho Virginia is now introducing the newest doctor, Dr. Owusu Achao, but his patients know him as Dr. O. Dr. O is an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports-related injuries with Ortho Virginia. Dr. O practices locally in Richmond at our Schrader Road office, as well as Prince George. He performs minimally invasive repairs of the knee and hip, especially ACL surgery and hip labral repairs. Excellent team-based sports medicine care has the power to level the playing field and uplift communities. At Ortho Virginia, we are passionate about getting you back in the game. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. The mission is clear at the Faison Center, to give children and adults with autism and related challenges the best opportunity to improve their life's journey through evidence-based practice. Their mission across the lifespan is accomplished through specific programs designed to meet the needs of families at different points in their lives. The Faison School, the Faison Behavioral Health Clinic, and Faison Adult Services. To learn more, go to FaisonCenter.org and consider making an online gift. Or call the Faison Center at 804-612-1947. Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA Sports. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Maxwell Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs and enrolled agents, Maxwell & Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. Bringing you the latest with all things UVA Athletics. It's Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobble-Hobgood on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. Better than You gotta love that, those chords right there. All right, ACDC. All right. We're back. Who's talking? Final segment tonight, and Habo has something to say. Yes, next week, uh, former UVA big guy Steve Castellan, member of the '76 ACC title team, and uh, most importantly, head lacrosse coach and two-time national champion Lars Tiffany will join us. Uh, we're going to talk lacrosse now with Dave Deck, but we'll have Lars on next week, and and Dr. Boyd Rawls will be our Ortho Virginia injury report doc. All right, we got. About three and a half, four minutes, and uh, Dave is an old friend of mine, and uh, he uh, not only 
played goalie in college at Dickinson, but he came back to UVA where he had a lot of fun and got an excellent degree. And he has a whole bunch of kids now, but he's been uh, he's been an assistant coach teaching goalies for many years. How many on, is a whole bunch of kids? Uh, he has at least three. He might right. have four. Right. Um, That's official count. Right? And you would not you would you would not <laughs> know if you saw his beautiful wife. She's skinny as a rail and fit. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's good. Yep, Penny, the lovely and talented. Um, anyway, uh, every now and then a blind squirrel finds a nut. Anyway, that's what Dave did. Um, Dave, welcome to Who's Talking Tonight, and uh, tell us all about the number one ranked UVA lacrosse team, which is about to kick off their season very soon. Yeah, good evening, guys. Um, it is about that time of year. <laughs> you got my contract in the mail, Frank. I'm, I'll be looking for it. Um, big money? Big, the, uh, big NIL yeah, money? Yeah. Yeah, a few cents. I'll get you a couple of beers at, uh, you know, you your favorite oh, restaurant. Yeah. So um, I heard you say at the beginning of the program that, that uh, there were eight guys on the preseason uh, inside Lacrosse All-America group. Yep. Um, that's, a, that's quite a number. Um, I'm not going to write us in for the national championship yet because we got to play a bunch of games, and there's always Maryland. Maryland's got six preseason All-Americans. So we got a, uh, a little bit up on them, but they're a formidable team, and, and uh, that'll be a tussle again when we get together with those guys. But this is a really, really deep team. It is, I don't remember a Virginia team that's, been, that's, that's as deep as this one. They have depth at every single position. And um, I think last year we were uh, a little short um, production-wise at midfield. Well, we got a talking about the uh, the portal that you talked about earlier with with uh, Craig Littlepage. Um, got a couple of guys out of the portal. Both of them graduate students. One of them is six four and about two fifteen from a transfer from Vermont. He's a monster. He's a monster. And he, then Godzilla, you know. Whew. Yeah. And then we got the uh, one of the captains from the Stanford football team, who was a very highly regarded lacrosse player at at. Um, uh, from Virginia uh, when he was a junior in high school and, and wound up being a, one of the captains of the Stanford football team, Ricky uh, Mijan. Yes. Uh, I believe that's how you pronounce it. I, um, but anyway, McConvey's 6'4", and Mijan's 6'2", and 235. That's what the roster lists him at. So, um, But, the, you know, the season sort of got off to a, a start this past weekend when they scrimmaged Navy and um, – just about everybody played. There were a bunch of guys that didn't dress, but but uh, everybody who did dress got on the field, I believe. And and um, Virginia wound up winning the scrimmage. And and uh, scrimmages are are you know those those uh, experiences where coaches play with combinations and and uh, rotate guys in and out. And and um, that's what happened Saturday. All right, we got about a minute, Dave. Dave, tell us okay. who who are the top three or four players in this team. Starting with Connor Schellenberger. Well, you always start with Connor Schellenberger. He's regarded as one one of one of, if not the best player in the country. Um, we have, uh, you know, Petey LaSalle is back, probably one of the top face-off guys in the country. Thomas McConvey is uh, has been 
already pre-selected as a as a top round draft choice in the National Lacrosse League. He's the guy that transferred from Vermont. Yep. A very experienced defense. It's hard to cover them all. But you know, life without Matt Moore is going to be interesting. But I think if anybody can, you know, this team can can uh, fill in that gap. Matt Moore was, of course, the leading score point getter in Virginia history. So. Well, let's put it this way. I expect my Memorial Day weekend to be in my uh, chair watching lacrosse. In Philadelphia, right? Absolutely. It's in Philadelphia, and, and uh, yeah, I would like to uh, pencil them in there, too. But Dave, we got to run. Gotta, Thank gotta you. Uh, knock them down. Go Hoos. Turn us off and turn on ESPN. The ne- basketball Hoos start in a moment. Next week, we have Lars, Tiffany, and Steve Castlin. It'll be a great show. This is the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. WRNL Richmond and WRVQ HD2 Richmond. Always live.